Okay, right. So to, today is all about Jesus and you. For, for those of you who have, you know, uh, just received the Lord, all you in the last few years, to this morning, the Lord wants to tell you about Him and you, who He is and what He wants to do for you. <laughs> because as the last song says, the love of God is greater far than tongue or pen. We cannot even write out the love of God, the whole story that is revealed in the Bible. Jesus and you. Okay, I hope you don't hear my voice this morning, but you hear our Lord Jesus talking to you very personally in your heart this morning because he has a wonderful message for you. <laughs> no one is here this morning by accident. John chapter 5. Ah, let's pray. Lord, thank you for your love. Thank you for your love that never ceases, Lord, and your wonderful protection over each and every one of your children, including our children and our family, Lord, because you are a good father. And for everyone here this morning that you have called by name and you know them since the day they were born, you know all about them. Today, today you want to speak to them, Holy Spirit. I acknowledge you as the greatest teacher and reveal our truth. I ask that you to my mind and speak to my mouth. Let your words go forth, not in my own human understanding, but in demonstration of your spirit and power. That the faith of your people will rest in you and your power. In Jesus' wonderful name, amen. John 5, and this. After this, there was a feast of the Jews, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now, there is in Jerusalem, by the Sheep Gate, a pool, which is called in Hebrew, Bethesda, having five porches. Bethesda, all right, so you know the Bible is written in uh, Old Testament, in uh, Hebrew, and the New Testament in Greek. New Testament is about. Jesus' life, and after that, who the church is, the believers are in Christ. So the meaning of Bethesda <clears throat> means uh, this place, okay, is a house of mercy, of flowing water, or a house of kindness. And the name is the name of a pool near the ship gate at Jerusalem, whose waters have curative powers. And this word Bethesda is made of two words, or combined by two words, Bayit means house or shelter or family. Today we are in the house of God, wherever you are. The church is not a building. It's strange, right? I just got this, you know, Holy Spirit was telling me. In the book of Acts, you know, the church today is, the, which is the, the, the people, all right, many times we think church is a building. <laughs> we go there and pray, you know, or worship God. But in the 
book of Acts, the first church that started, book of Acts is in the Bible, right? For those who are new. They met in houses and in homes. And every day, we only meet once or twice a week. The people who, who uh, were born again, who received Jesus, they met in homes. And you imagine today, and the Lord just showed to me, what's happening today? Two years already since the pandemic or the COVID, the people of God are also meeting in homes, not as a group, but here's where we are, <laughs> in Zoom, right? But we are in our homes. It's, a, it's really amazing. No pastor or, um, uh, or, or, or Christian can say, oh no, my church is bigger than your church. <laughs> in fact, the building is empty now. <laughs> There's no one gathered together all over the world. Okay, and uh, the Lord returning us, his glorious church, into to where it all began 2,000 years ago, after Jesus rose from the dead and the Holy Spirit came and filled the people. And signs and wonders and great mighty miracles were done through the hands of the apostles and the people. And that's the church that God is restoring the grace, the power, the miracles of our God. And it's not going to be in a building. <laughs> so it's going to be in our homes, wherever we are. Today, I'm just amazed at what God is doing. People's lives can be touched because God is everywhere. As we come together, not only here in my room, it's the anointing and presence of God. But in your house, in your home, in your room, the presence of God is there and he can heal you, touch you as you open your heart to him. This is a, a wonderful day of God's presence with us. It is no longer in just a concrete building. The Lord is filling his temple, which is you and me, the house, right? Bethesda. It means the house, the shelter, the place of flowing water. And the Holy Spirit is there with you, wherever you are. We have a sister from US. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. Today we are side by side in the presence of God, in the house of mercy. God's presence got flowing, the living waters will touch you today. And reach out to him. Just open your heart to Jesus this morning. Whatever you need, he will touch you. The house of kindness, faithfulness, goodness. Sometimes these words seem so strange to us if our lives have not been, you know, we have gone through hard times, hard days. But here, God's words say, in his house, in his presence, in his shelter, in his family, that is cassette, which means goodness, favor, faithfulness, beauty. That's what he wants us to experience, loving kindness and mercy. 
in these lay a great multitude. So this place where Jesus went to, there was a great multitude of uh, sick people. We don't know how many. Multitude is a lot, right? It can be hundreds, thousands. That's what the Bible says, you know, that followed Jesus. Blind, lame, paralyzed. And they were waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel would come down at a certain time into the pool and stirred up the water. Then whoever stepped in first after the stirring of the water was made well or whatever disease he had. So the Jews had this particular place, all right? The Jews know who their God is, a covenant God, yeah? That's where when we take communion just now, it's about covenant. Today, most people don't understand covenant. Covenant means that if you make a covenant with someone or if God made a covenant with us, that's, that's what the covenant meal was all about. It means that whatever he has is mine. <laughs> and the other way around, whatever is mine is his. So whatever he has said, he will say that by his stripes you are healed. It's yours. It's yours. That's covenant. Today we look at ourselves and if we look at people and you know people break promises, we don't believe in it anymore. We can do the process. But we don't understand, right? That God means what he said and has the power to deliver. So they were all waiting for the angel to come down at that time. And then whoever goes straight first into the pool, all right, will, whatever disease, it doesn't matter, okay, they were healed. Now there was a man. There was a man, modern woman, right, today, who had been disabled for how long? 38 years lying among the multitude of the sick. So in this multitude of many people, all right, beside the pool, there was one man, very strange, right? One man that Jesus walked to talk to. 38 years, when Jesus saw him lying there, he and knew that he had already, had already been in that condition. He was crippled, okay? That's why he, he you know, he, he, and you will see what happened. He had been in that condition a long time. You know, it's a long time. 38 years is quite a long time, right? It's uh, longer than Daphne's age. <laughs> longer than, if you're, you are younger than 38. It's your whole lifetime for some of you. And for some, maybe half your life, lifetime, but 38 years, would you think it's a long time? Long time because he was crippled for 38 years. If one year we feel a certain sickness or crippled, we will already feel very long. Not very, one day or so very long already, right? <laughs> if you broke your leg and you cannot walk. It was until 38 years. He just lying there. His condition that crippled him. Today, we may not have or may have a condition in the physical 38 years, less, more, I don't know, all right, only God knows. But on the other side, on the other hand, it could be something that has crippled us mentally, emotionally, 
paralyzed us of fear. He knows whatever condition that was. Some people live for many years being afraid or anger, bitter, whatever. We know that it was a condition that crippled him to be able to stand and walk like another ordinary person. He was crippled in the body. Today, are we crippled, paralyzed in some way in our lives? Do you want, and Jesus said to him, do you want to be made well? What a strange question, right? Here was this man lying on his mat or bed beside the pool. And he had to wait, I think, once a year, you know, for the angel to come down. He was in that condition, crippled for 38 years, he was there. And it looked, would be an obvious thing, right? That he, he's, you know, that someone probably put him there, you know, that he would want to be made well. But Jesus asked him personally, you see, the miracle happens when you really want from God. You really want no longer to stay in that condition of hopelessness, bitterness, disease, sickness, paralysis, whatever, mental or whichever part of us. And you say, I don't want to live this way anymore. And Jesus, as Jesus asked that question to this man, he's asking us this morning, Individually, you know, there are lots of people there. Can you hear the Holy Spirit and Jesus asking you this question? Do you want to be made well? And the sick man answered him, Sir, I think there's no way I can get healed. I have no one. They didn't recognize. Jesus, you know, after 38 years, this is why he said, there's no way I can get healed, for I have no one who will lower me into the water when the angel comes. As soon as I try to crawl, yeah, I could crawl, right? but it will be very slow, right? It's crippled to the edge of the pool. Imagine the sight of this man. In order to go to the edge of the pool, he had to crawl and there was no one to help him. Some, because everyone there was sick, <laughs> all around him also wanted to jump into the pool so that they can be healed. And they don't care about him, right? Sometimes we're going through a life where, you know, people don't care about us. It's like survival of the fittest in this world. It's hard, yes, you know, even and through so many years, like, it will be very long, right? It's been very long. Maybe he has given up. But he said, someone else always jump in ahead of me. In your life, has there been that? You've sort of given up, you know, whether in your career, in your family, because you feel that maybe, maybe you're not, Worthy enough, 
Someone else always jump in ahead of you. Someone else always gets the promotion. Someone else always gets the favor and not you. Why? You know, someone is always so blessed with a good family. But you're also complicated. This was this man's dilemma, you know, and he said that no one will help him. He was looking for a man to help him, but there was none. And Jesus said to him, oh, a wonderful Jesus. The man that we heard in the first song, the one who composed the song and said, I don't know, I can't hear you. I can't walk on water, but I know a man who can. And who is this person? It's a wonderful Lord Jesus. Jesus said to him, stand up, pick up your sleeping mat, and you will walk. When he's, this is what Jesus said to him. Stand up. And then, what happened? Pick up your sleeping mat. After Jesus asked him, what do you want? What can I do for you? And this is what he's always here when he went to the cross and died for us. So that now, because of what Jesus has done, he paid the price for your new life, that you don't have to suffer 38 years, no matter how long. And he says, pick up your sleeping mat and you will walk. What does that sleeping mat represent to the man? Who was crippled. It was his so-called comfort, <laughs> you know, a bed or a mat is comfortable, but one that he cannot get up from. Sometimes we, you know, he slept there for many years. He, he lie down there, not for, you know, we're supposed to lie on our bed for how, how long? Uh, Depends on how long you sleep, right? <laughs> some sleep for 10 hours, some for 5 hours. So, because he's crippled, his sleeping mat or his bed was his comfort. We have depended on something that we think is, as long as we are a little bit comfortable, we are fine, <laughs> you know? We don't even want the food. We might even just have 30%. We are quite happy, you know. I'm still, we are still living, we are still breathing. And we think that, okay, I'm quite comfortable. Haven't, haven't, another, haven't got the COVID-19 yet. <laughs> so, <laughs> com comfortable. That is actually the great grace of God, right? But the Lord wants to give us more than 20% comfort, 30% comfort. You're comfortable in whatever your job has given you, your bank account. Okay, I'm not a millionaire, but you know, as this amount that I've worked and saved up should be able to, you know, uh, last me, you know, for until, until I don't know when, right? But, these are all the things that we hold on to, right? But this is not the best 
that God, our Father, wants for us. <laughs> he wants us to be totally, 100% released from whatever that was affecting or paralyzing us, whichever part of our spirit, soul, or body. If we have not, you know, uh, had Jesus in our heart, you know, we are three-part being, spirit, soul, and body. And then we receive the spirit that was born from Adam. All of us were born in sin. We were away. We connect. Don't really understand God. Cannot communicate with God. Because God is a spirit. So, you only communicate with the spirit. And how does this spirit be able to commune with God again? When we open our heart and ask Jesus to come into our heart. That is the place that we get born again. And then we have this soul and this the, 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 the mind, the will, the emotions, that part. Tomorrow I'll cover it more in the foundation class in detail. <laughs> Very exciting. But for today, right? He wants us, and we have this physical body. And God wants to heal us spirit, soul, that mind, <laughs> that mind that couldn't block the spirit from knowing the God of love, this man from Galilee, the only man because he's the son of God who can give, who can say to you, pick up the sleeping mat and you will walk a new life. Do we hold on to the sleeping mat? In other words, is let go. Let go of what has been so comfortable or you think is comfortable. It's okay, you know, I'm not that good, not that bad, whatever. I have this, I have that. The most precious thing today, you see what's happening in the world. It's all in the Bible prophesied. The days, the dark days, until Jesus come. But so different for the children of God, the protection, the blessing, not only blessing of money, he does too, they will never lack, but the blessing of no worries. Have you had that peace in your heart and in your mind? How long have, have, have you not had that peace? I remember uh, our sister Evelyn Go, you know, she shared after she, she came in, you know, she, she, before that she came in about month ago she was having panic attacks and all this is in the mind right you just wake up and sometimes you that fear strike you what's going to happen and it's 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 so horrible it's crippling you know you get it's paralyzing the spirit of fear how long have you since you experienced the peace of god not only in your, both in your heart, in your spirit, and in your mind, where you, you know, 
I don't have to worry. You know, I just didn't worry about my son in Cambodia. Although this was uh, just very recent, a few months ago, again, you know, because he's working there. It's, and uh, there they, they do meet. They haven't come to this lockdown like ours so much, but they still uh, go to office and all that. He had one round where they had uh, to do the tests. And it's already been two years that he cannot come back here, right? <laughs> because of this, this thing, you know. <laughs> two years, or else normally every year he'll come back these few times. Already one round. And the first time when he told me, you know, uh, he's in contact, had to go for tests. The first time I just prayed and asked, I just asked the Lord during my communion. And the Lord just spoke to me, the Holy Spirit spoke to me, said, everything is well. And I just messaged him and said, Do you know, I just messaged him. <laughs> For most parents, it'd be, oh, oh, call you quickly now, 999. <laughs> you do this, you do that. You know, blah, blah, blah. But the Lord has given me such peace. And I just messaged him and said, Well, um, and he's not like, you know, very spiritual, go to church and all that. So it's not, it's not about that. It's about God, okay? Oh, Father. Right? Then I just told him, you know, I just had communion and the Lord said, all is well. So he said, praise the Lord, you know, praise the Lord. And after that, he went, I don't know why in Cambodia they test so many times, right? <laughs> four times, okay, before they let you go. So after four rounds, all right, Pastor Piara, then... Yeah, the Pastor Piara in Cambodia experiencing a lot of the churches uh, having COVID. <laughs> yeah, a lot. Because the more, especially in now in the, in the suburbs, even in Phnom Penh, right? That's where my son is. And just trusted the Lord. Everything was negative after the fourth test. And then I thought, okay, fine. Hey, another round again, you know, um, again. But this time, he's very cute. He'll only tell me after everything <laughs> that he has just went through another four tests. Non pen, but the pair up, non pen. Okay. After four tests, then said it's negative because they were expecting positive, the doctor, you know, because of the very close contact, you know, mouth to almost, he said. The, you cannot, the doctor said you cannot get closer than that other than kissing. <laughs> My son is a joker. So, <laughs> so he said, you know, this, the, 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 the man that today was massaging, he said, so you can't get closer than that contact other than kissing, which means definitely will get, uh, will be positive. But God, <laughs> oh God, my God, I believe takes care of me so I don't when I even I do this ministry I don't have to worry about him you know it's so wonderful right God takes care and he means it I've seen it for years ago okay because I live so long so my story is very long so I won't tell you the whole story but it's not the first time that God shows me he takes care no matter what I'm going through here he takes care of my family <laughs> and I now don't have to spend a day a minute or an hour worth worrying about him, which most parents do. Yeah, 
is normal, right? We may complain, angry or whatever, but in our heart, we actually love them. And if the Lord keeps showing me again and again, yeah, how good, remember the house of Bethesda? How good, how faithful, and how powerful it is. So how can, how can we worry when you have a dad like that? <laughs> a daddy like that? <laughs> oh, maybe no, no Jesus, right? That's what this is all about, right? <laughs> Knowing our daddy, Jesus came to reveal our father, a daddy God that this world don't understand. We don't, sometimes we blame our parents, you know, that they, they were not good fathers to us. You know, when I was young, I, I hardly knew my father because I was born, we were 30 years apart. You know, he was 60 when I was born. Uh, but not 30 years apart. I mean, he's 30 years apart from my mom. Okay. So can you imagine already retired? So we hardly talk. I hardly knew him. But thank God, you know, God is so good. He showed me a heavenly father. I never blamed my dad because he never knew God until about 70. By the grace of God, the, the, the elders in my church in Penang went and shared to him about Jesus. And at about 70, he got born again. Around 70 plus, you know. And although he knew nothing about, you know, what is to be a dad, it doesn't matter. God, God adopted me, <laughs> the Bible says, and he showed me his love. And that so many people in this world today need to know the love of God. Instead of looking at our family, how, you know, what happened to us, what happened, right? God said, just look at me, Jesus and you, right, today. It can change your life to give you that peace that you've always longed for. And Jesus said, pick up that sleeping mat. Let go of what was your comfort, or what you thought was comfortable. And you will walk. Immediately, immediately at the word of Jesus. You know, the Bible says, God sent his word and healed them. Healed them. When you hear Jesus, you hear his word, oh, and you respond to his word. No longer was this man looking for another man to put him in the pool. He met face to face with Jesus. And Jesus asked him a very direct question. <laughs> Do you want to be made well? He responded in his heart. Faith is your heart. It's not about other people saying, you went to church, you're Christian already. It doesn't matter what people say. It's about your heart responding to the love of God. After many years, when you let go of that condition, and this man let go of his mat, of his bed for 38 years and stood up. Oh, it's time to stand up to receive what God intended for us through Jesus going to the cross. 
We don't need to suffer what Jesus suffered. He suffered it for us. The punishment for your sin and my sin. He stood up and he was healed. The moment our heart responds to him, where, right where you are, and you say, Lord, I believe. I don't look for any, any another man anymore. I heard you, Lord. I heard you say, let go of whatever I've been sleeping on, whatever I have been depending on, whatever I thought would give me full satisfaction in life, whatever, and turn away from the sleeping mat and look Jesus in the eye and say, Lord, I want you. And immediately, the power of Jesus went through this man. He stood up. And he healed. So he rolled his mat and walked again. There's no condition that is too difficult for God. It's up to us whether we want, we want to let it go. Now this miracle, what's a miracle? Something that man cannot do, right? <laughs> Only God can do. <laughs> Took place on the Jewish Sabbath. Today we are talking about what this meeting is about. Jesus and you. Miracle that you need. Have you looked to someone? Have you looked to your medication? Have you depended on them? It could be the bed, right? The medication, use medication, not against doctor, but we depended on it so long for many years. That condition that was a comfort, I still can reach out to the medication, I still can reach out. And you just continue to live like that for how long? Some more. It's quite long already. Jesus, I can free you today. Do you want to be made whole? <laughs> I shared one time, right? Some people actually don't want to be made whole. But don't have to be you. I, I shared once that, you know, I had this, this young man from my church. And uh, he was just having a, a normal flu. And at the door, when the meeting over, I asked him, I, don't, I know his name. I won't mention his name, although not none of you know him. It's like uh, 30, 30 over years ago. I said, do you want me to pray for you and just to heal you? <laughs> Same question that Jesus asked me. Do you want to be made well? <laughs> but to my horror, why I can remember it, this incident as it happened 30 years ago, it's still there, you know, at the door where I, I was talking to this boy, 20 years old. He said, oh, pastor, don't pray for me. <laughs> At first, I was taken aback. Huh? Don't pray for you? Do, don't you want to be made well? Then he said, no, because tomorrow I want to take MC. <laughs> so if I'm made well, I cannot take MC. I said, oh, my goodness. <laughs> How crazy could one get, you know? For just a temporary day uh, of uh, rest from work, so-called rest, actually we don't rest, right? Rest is really when you have no more worries and you have real peace in your heart and in your mind, that's rest. Don't believe in the false rest of one day off. <laughs> 
It never rests. You're still thinking, you're still worrying, actually. The rest that Jesus talked about is the rest of our soul, the rest of our spirit, the rest, that peace that nothing can take away, no matter what storm is happening outside. This is the real peace that Jesus came to, to give. Don't listen to that lie that you're already okay, you have peace. And he bartered, he traded something much better that Jesus can give. I know this boy, young man, just for that one day or maybe two days of medical leave. How silly. Sometimes we trade our life, you know, we choose something else for what God can give us for eternity. For eternity. We're so short-sighted. We think that, you know, you're going to live forever like Michael Jackson. <laughs> He loved this life so much, right? Because he got plenty of money. So he don't want to die because he don't know what's after death. That fear of death is still there. So he tried because he's got a lot of money, right? I don't know what he did. I remember years ago. If you all don't know who is Michael Jackson, it's okay. <laughs> you are from the you know, newborn, just born. Okay. But those who have heard of him, right? He already died, right? He tried to, you know built himself, I think, a, a bubble or something like that, that he can stay there and preserve his life. Could he go against death? No, because the Bible says it's appointed unto man once to die and after that the judgment. And without Jesus, we will pass on into eternal death in hell. And that was not God's will. God wants us to live with him forever. You know, maybe if you come to my age, you realize that time passed very fast. <laughs> if you are in your 20s, you think, oh, still got many years more, right? You know, but today it's not so because the time of God, the calendar of God is ticking, the clock is ticking so fast. It is very, very near. Okay, so. We cannot escape, no matter how, because of Adam, because of sin. But we can choose to live eternally with his life, full life here, as well as forever. We choose. Don't be, uh, you know, bluffed by the devil, say, like Michael Jackson, you know, believing in that lie. And moved that is eternity. <laughs> we were created spirit being, and this spirit being will live forever. God so loved you that He saved you so that it eternally, you know, how long can we live here on this earth? 60, 70, 80 years? The most 120. After that, an eternal lifetime. With or without God. And God gave us, do you want to be made well? Do you want to live? Live the life he prepared for us. Eternally, the quality, without fear, without worries. So that miracle took place when he responded. He rolled up his mat. And enough with the condition of how many years with whatever you were looking for thinking that that could give you 
the peace. Jesus said, just roll it up. <laughs> just roll it up. <laughs> throw it away. Because after that, he threw it away, right? He found Jesus. Roll up whatever that gave you comfort. It's not going to last when to the rest of your days. And Jesus and the Bible says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except to me. I am the way. Many people look for a way right, today. So many ways to try to come out from the pandemic, try to come out from you know, the, the darkness that's in the world, the hopelessness. And Jesus comes and says, I am the way. I'm the way to what? To God, right? To that life that you're looking for. That complete, wonderful life. You know, that's in Isaiah the prophet, I think Isaiah 43 or 40, 40, yeah, 43. In the message version, it says, when you are between a rock and a hard place, it won't be a dead end. For some of us, some of you here this morning, you may be in a situation today like a dead end, <laughs> standing right in the center. Maybe there's a disease that's on your left that's frightening you, and on your right, there's a lack because of pandemic. You feel like you are in a dead end. One is sickness that could be death. The other one is loss of job, loss of uh, poverty. I mean, loss of uh, money or income, both also like death, <laughs> will lead to death, right? So you're in the middle. And God says it won't be a dead end. When Jesus comes into your life, he will open, open the way because he is the way. You know, when we don't want to move somewhere, we need to know the way, right? <laughs> GPS is for us to find the correct way, the direction. Jesus said, I am your direction in life. When I come into your heart, right, I will lead you. And even, you know, he's not here, right? Technically, finish already, he finishes a redemptive work on the cross. And then he rose, seated at the right hand of the Father to make sure that he... The way is still always with us. He sent the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit, right, is the one he kept telling the disciples at that time, though they don't know who on earth is the Holy Spirit, but today we have the Holy Spirit. He will guide you. The first thing, it is the truth, the spirit of truth, who will lead us and guide us. He will tell us the way again. Keep on showing you Jesus is the way. So that we won't, you know, go off course and fall over the cliff. <laughs> but even when we do, how good is he still bring us back to Jesus, to the, the, the direction, the truth. Are you enough? Have you enough with lies or half-truth in our lives? Have you grown up with a lot of lies and half-truth? I said, enough of it. I want to know the truth. Because why? Jesus said, only the truth will set you free. Half lies is uh, 
just as bad as lies. In fact, it's worse. It's deceptive. All right, that's what happened to Eve at the garden. It was a half lie. You know, Satan is very clever. He don't give you full lie. He said, I am the devil. Come and follow me. <laughs> that's a direct lie. Right? You know, as, as he appeared to you. No, he appears to you very subtle. It's a snake, right? It's a snake. And sometimes believers, oh, God's beautiful children, just Eve, not our Eve here. <laughs> we got two beautiful, powerful Evelyn's here. Okay, the life of God in them means living. All right, but that Eve in the garden didn't hear enough of what God said. I just believe the snake. The truth is very important, and the word of God is true. Holy Spirit is a spirit of truth. And today, Jesus is here. Whatever he says is truth that will set us free. If you say, Lord, I want to know the truth. I want to know your word so that I won't be, you know, led in the wrong direction. Especially in these last days, you know, by who has actually been Defeated Jesus on the cross 2,000 years ago. He has no other power, the power to lie. When you believe the lie, you will experience the consequences of that lie. If you believe that sickness is from God, then continue to remain in that condition, although your spirit will be saved. Yeah. So we need to know the truth, but Jesus says, where well, I am the truth. And we know that today, the word of God, Jesus is that word. So we just wanted to hear his word, right? Hear his word. Hear his word. It's his word that matters. It's not some other person's word. If we can only get that into our spirit. His word. His word. What does he say? What is he saying? Jesus said to this man, take out your bed and walk. Is this, you hear him? You hear him that I am the way, the truth, and the life out of your situation. He is the miracle working God. Today, if you hear him, you say, I am your, your life. I am the life. There's no other life that is worth living than the life that Jesus came to give. When we ask him into our lives, say, Lord, I want that life. I want the new life. I want the life that is free of fear, that is free from worries, and that is so protected. The devil cannot get through. The virus dies instantly in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Don't you want that life? It's miraculous. It is found in Jesus. And no one can come to the Father except through me. Today there is this one world religion is such a horrible lie. And not every religion points to God. But the best, the truth is, Christianity is not a religion. How wonderful. If you don't know, you think, okay, what's religion? All right, just some set of rules and guidelines. And then you go into deep meditation and you have a peace. But then when you come up from the meditation, there's no more peace, there's war. 
<laughs> in your mind because you face the world and you turn on your social media. Oh, <laughs> so how many of you can be a monk? You know, to go into the uh, the mountains and meditate. That's why they try to have peace. But the only peace that we have, the real peace. Jesus is the Prince of Peace. And no one can come to the Father. Who can give this peace? The Father, the God who created you and me. And you will have that peace. So there is no other way. There's no other way. Religion will not save you. Being good will not save you. It's a lie. Only Jesus, only Him can bring you to the Father, can reconcile you back to know God as Father. And there, you have your peace. Nothing can ever affect you again. And you find your father. You hear father talking to you. Hmm? Not the snake talking to you. Okay? But we need to know that. That's why we have, uh, for those who are young believers, or just come to know the Lord. They're so beautiful. In the spirit, they are babies. Beautiful babies. That's why the Bible says that all heaven, the angels rejoice. You know the angels? Never get to be children of God. <laughs> They're created different. But you and me on this earth have this wonderful privilege to be called sons and daughters of God. <laughs> the angels are servants ministering to us. But the devil lied to us and said that the angels are greater. We have to, you know, and we all desire to see an angel. <laughs> and it's like, wow, you are seeing an angel. <laughs> the angel are your servant, okay? You are the wonderful son and daughter of God. <laughs> Ooh, so exciting. This is the life that Jesus came to give us. Jesus said in John 10, verse 9, I am the gateway. To enter through me is to experience life, freedom, and satisfaction. Go through the door. The door is Jesus. You know, sometimes we think, oh, this is for uh, those who have not received Jesus. How about those who already received Jesus? Have you gone through the door? <laughs> Maybe we are stuck at the door. <laughs> Why? Because there is a pasture outside to the other side right to the to the realm that jesus take you into the spiritual realm that can be manifested into the natural the realm where this you know you you have authority over sickness over fear over guilt over shame over your past over your body over sickness sickness and sin together okay the result of sin is sickness. If we accept sickness, we are accepting that Jesus has not removed our sin. If you believe that Jesus has removed your sin, then he has also removed your sickness. So Jesus is the door for those who have not really known Jesus. Yes, to get to go into eternal life. For the believers, children of Jesus tells you through him. You know who is that? The word, the living word. You can now experience, you eat the word to Jesus, right? Not only just have, now you become a Christian, but 
you're able to go into his realm, have a new life where you can experience real life. Not the life that's full of fear, <laughs> or the, not knowing what's going to happen. You may have a lot of money, doesn't mean you don't have fear, okay? <laughs> There's no one in this world unless the person had Jesus. You may be the greatest billionaire or successful man or woman on this earth. And when all the doors are closed, go into their closet and then the heart pop, 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 and they cannot sleep. Maybe scared that, you know, what will happen to them money especially at this time of pandemic and the best thing is the bible says that in the last days money has no more value just before the time coming so people are really foolish to build up you know treasure on this earth better to walk like jesus and paul right they don't have maybe millions but they, they were never in lack never worried whatever at any point that is needed you know it's so wonderful right if you're a mother or some you know you don't have to worry about your kids about their education or whatever our god your god will provide just like jesus at the time that is needed he is the gateway okay so just not to we always think oh jesus you are the door so this verse or it's, all for, it's for those who have not received Jesus. Yes, if you have not personally received Jesus, then don't miss this, okay? That is the door open. Jesus is the door. But if you already have, then go into, the, into Christ, into what he has give, already purchased for you, what he has already planned for you, a life, a life. <laughs> That's why, you know, you can smile when everybody is worried. You cannot only smile, you can laugh. I can't understand if Christians cannot laugh. If Christians have a long face, you know, preachers like to joke on this. Uh, uh, soaked with lemon juice. <laughs> that means, you know, the world is soaked with lemon juice and the believers also soaked with lemon juice uh, in their working place, in their homes. We hear COVID-19, all the panic. We hear Oh, disaster. Also panic. The world panic. You also panic. I actually wonder what's the difference. <laughs> right? But the real life, this is what Jesus, the, the gateway, the door is Jesus, right? So that means the word. That's why you want to know his word. When you know God's word, then you know what is not God's word, the devil's word. And you can experience a freedom. Then it really, you, it, uh, what it means when you are the light of this world. Today is super dark. It's been two years already. <laughs> it's getting darker. You are the light. You are the smile. If, you know, you can smile and then if you're, there's no light, people also cannot see. They only see the teeth. <laughs> okay. But today, Jesus says, you know, the world will see when there's true joy and smile coming from you, when you experience through his spirit, the miracles, the freedom. What is freedom? Freedom, main freedom is freedom from what? From fear. And uh, yes, I think uh, who is that? Um, Lillian, right? 
the verse that your spiritual mummy, <laughs> which Pastor Ching Lan gave you, right? Romans uh, 8, 15. That you have not received the spirit of fear. Not been good enough, but the spirit of adoption, whereby you cry, Abba, Father. Today you can cry, Daddy, Papa, whatever language. He's your father. He's all our fathers, just that we don't really know him. All right. And isn't that freedom? No fear. Only he can give it to you when you know when you go to the door. Right. Not in the head. Not knowing, just having head knowledge of scripture, but knowing the word in your heart, Jesus inside your heart. Satisfaction. No. To be satisfied and you know my satisfaction. <laughs> you eat and then not enough. Daddy, mommy, Robert Lowe. <laughs> not enough. I want two fishes. <laughs> not satisfied. Okay. Uh, he not his head already. So chili fish is coming. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Okay, so <laughs> okay, the satisfaction, you know, when Jesus marked the five loaves and two fishes. Now totally got it. Five loaves and two fishes. He led them, the, the multitudes of about 15,000 people. Ah, Pastor Pierre, don't worry, God will fit. You know, as you said, tell the, 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 the churches, the people, look to Jesus and he will supply. And not only a bit, right? He supply unto full spectrum in the, the miracle of the uh, uh, multiplication of the five loaves and two fishes. Did he? Not enough. Uh, the angels tell God, wow, 15,000 people, uh, <laughs> you know, heaven don't have enough. <laughs> okay, or maybe we just give them one each. No, there were 12 basket full balance or leftover, and it was abundance for each one of the disciples after feeding. And you, you see the word there, eat until they are satisfied. Tomorrow I'll tell, share with you more. Those who are hungry to know more. It's so exciting. The satisfaction, okay, that God actually wants us to have as well. The peace in your heart, peace in your mind, and this body to be fully satisfied. This is what Jesus came to give. A thief has only one thing in mind. He wants to steal, slaughter, and destroy. That's what he did to that man, right? 38 years. Destroyed his life. Can you imagine a life 38 years just lying on the bed, paralyzed, crippled, so many others. Sometimes we, have, we may be walking zombies, right? <laughs> we may physically have, you're not able to walk. But then our minds, our hearts have been full of fear, crippled by the devil one way or other. That's what the thief does, the devil. But Jesus has destroyed that horrible devil, that horrible thief on the cross. And he says, I come, or rather I came today because he already came 2,000 years ago. He's already given us everything in abundance. Good things, huh? not bad things. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. More than you expect. You expect a little, remember the life? 
that Jesus gave is different from the life that the devil promised. More than you expect. Life in its fullness. He said, Lord, just give me a bit enough because I want to give you more. Life in its fullness until you overflow. You know, some people say, God, you just give me the three meals. <laughs> enough already. See, the mind is so small. But God blessed Abraham in that wonderful, beautiful covenant with Abraham. He said, I will bless you, make your name great, and you will become a blessing to all the families on this earth. We are children of Abraham by faith. We can receive that fullness to bless others. Never ask God, I just want three meals. <laughs> because it's so, so selfish. It's me and, me and my dog and my cat, or me and my body. But Lord says, He's the Lord of abundance. It's the Lord who multiplies your resources, even when we give to God. Yeah, He will multiply your seed as you sow it while you are giving, even not check, transfer. You know, He is already multiplied your resources. The blessings already come. They chase after you. you don't you agree? All right. If you believe in Proverbs, uh, Psalms, everyone knows Psalms 23, right? Surely, if the Lord is your shepherd, if the Holy Spirit is the one leading you, what happened? At the end of the verse, you know, there's a lot there, right? He will lead you by still waters, right? Uh, to, to the valley of the shadow of death, right? he will lead you out. And then the last one, surely goodness and mercy are set, right? That's what you're saying, the house of bread, the house of shelter, the house of goodness and faithfulness will chase after you. Wealth chase after you, provision chase after you, don't chase after, no need to chase after wealth. Wealth chase after you, you chase after Jesus, the word. Okay, yeah, that's all right. So today, this morning, Jesus and you. Did you hear him? Did you hear him telling you? Pick up the bed, <laughs> roll away the bed, that comfort that we used to have, the dependency on whatever. And we think that it's very secure, the job, the, the money, the whatever. And God says, you know, hi. You will walk, you will live this abundant life. You will never get stuck between a rock and a hard place because he is the way. So, oh, show me the way out of this situation. You know what Jesus says? I am the way. <laughs> I am the way. He is personally as the way because he's a person, son of God. You meet him. You heard him this morning. Meet him face to face. If you have not asked him into your life, you can do so. And you've already asked him into your life or you're not sure this morning whether he has come into your life or not. <laughs> then you can, you know, we can help you to make sure all right, that you have already Jesus. If you are sure already, then go through. Know his word. Go through to the abundance that he has for you in him. To the place of no more fear. To the place of peace that possible understanding. To the place of just resting in him. And knowing that his intentions his view for you is good. It's not bad. 
only the devil intend to kill you, you're right, Jesus said, I come to give you life. If only we hear his word every day, because every day we hear so many kinds of words. Well, praise the Lord. Today, we heard the word of Jesus, the one who gave himself, took your punishment, took that shame, took that guilt, took that condemnation, took the curse of sin and sickness upon himself. 